Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains, along with my partner, former beat writer for the Eagles for NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles and Stars tight end, Ken Dunnick. And Mark, you and I have a lot to get off our chest of that miserable performance by the Eagles this Sunday. Before we jump into it, let me mention our sponsor, USA Man Franchising, LLC. If you're tired of working for someone else for far less money than you're worth, USA Man Franchising now has operations in Philadelphia, southern New Jersey, and Boston, and they're looking for new cities to expand. Call 856-912-4007 on how you can own your own business or go to usamanmagazine.com for more information. So, Mark, you and I have talked ad nauseum about the Eagles and the schedule and how it favored the Eagles over the Cowboys and the Cowboys did their part. I, pre- I predicted correctly. Yeah, okay. and I want you to give me some props here. No, I you, I you're Nostradamus that. and you got them all right. I got the, the win uh, for that yeah, Buffalo yeah. over, over Dallas last yes, week. You, you called that outright. They were, they I were predicted that, but, but nobody, and I mean, nobody predicted that the Eagles were going to go down to Miami the 31st-ranked offense in the NFL, and get beat by the Dolphins, you have an explanation for it. No, zero. there's no explanation. And then I've, I've, you know, I kind of thought I had this Eagles season kind of figured out, and up until that point, I, I kind of did. I mean, I told you they weren't going to beat New England in Seattle because cause they're not good enough to beat New England in, in Seattle. But I certainly thought they were more than good enough to beat a Dolphin team that barely cares. You know, I mean – that that game actually, and I hate saying this, but it it hurt both teams. Yeah, they went from having a second pick to like the sixth or seventh pick. Now. Yeah, but you know, you I, know, you, you you can't. You really, as a player, you're exactly. out there. You're trying. You're right. competing. You're trying no, to win. I, I, that's why the coaching staff like is. That. Yeah, you you can't. Players won't win. Of course, the coaches want to win. I mean, that, you're there. Right. You're putting on a team. You're competitive. You want to win. So, you know, if you, you look at the microscope, well, exactly. Right. And, 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 the, and the owner might want to lose. But right. They might want to hire a pick. The people but on the field. Players want to hire a pick. Players, that higher pick might take your job. <laughs> well, he, he, as, he, as you know, I'm, I'm friendly with Doug Peterson. I uh, chat with him quite often. I wrote a story on Doug last year. I, the fact that he won a Super Bowl was just off the charts, unbelievable. I gave him his props, and now I'm going to address some concerns that I have about the coach of the Eagles, and we'll talk about this, and we'll, we'll, we'll of course we'll detail the game, but let me tell you a few things that have happened recently that make me think that the inmates may be running the asylum a little bit for the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one. Um, they have Thanksgiving Day off. Now, you're in the middle of a race, and, and you can't have a 10 a.m. practice for an hour and a half. The player's yeah, home by 1 o'clock so they can spend Thanksgiving. You take the whole day off. I don't get it. What is your response to that? Oh, I agree with you 100%. I was, I was very surprised when I heard that. I mean, I've covered the team for 30-some years. We never – I mean – just like the players didn't get off, I didn't cover the team. I didn't get off either. I mean, we. But again, it was early. Like you said, sometimes they went like even like nine o'clock. You know, um, but that's fine. I don't care what time you do it. But yeah, do it early enough so nobody eats dinner at ten o'clock, nine o'clock. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You, you know, listen. If 
you want to be a nice guy, be a nice guy. If you want to be a football coach, be a football coach. You know, you know so many coaches in this era want the players to be their friends, and that yeah. scenario just doesn't work out. Oh, here's my point number. And Thursday, let me add this, and, and you know this. Thursday's probably the most important practice of the week. Well, it's normally the passing game practice. Right. Wednesday's normally devoted to running game and pretty much all the operations for the game. Thursday usually break down the passing game. Friday is a, cut, a, a, a mix of both. You cut back a little bit. Saturday is a walkthrough. You well, go over some special teams, right. and you play the game Sunday. That's the way it normally happens. That's if you're going to cut Thursday, out Thursday, you're cutting out your passing day, right. and that's unacceptable yeah. to me. I'm I'm with yeah. you 100%. Like I said, have it early in the day, cut it short, whatever you want to do, but don't get them off. Especially when okay. this is – who are you to – I mean – this team has, it's not like they've been playing so great that they deserve a day off. Exactly. I, I don't understand. Okay, here's my second point. Miami lines up in a high school offense trick play on the goal line, right? I've, yep. I've been watching football for 50 years. I've never seen one work until Sunday. Now, if you're confused, you've got very little time left in the first half. You've got three timeouts. Don't you use a timeout there to yes. make sure that everybody's on the same page? Why wouldn't you call a timeout there? I don't understand it. And Doug was asked that again on Monday. At, at, at he the had Monday no trip. answer for it. He had no, no answer. He, and he said, yeah, his answer made no sense at they all. Asked him, they asked him what the downside was to call a timeout there. He goes, none. Like, well, then why didn't you call one? <laughs> exactly. Why you call I mean, a timeout? And he said, well, we, we expected that. We did it, but, well, it didn't look like you expected it because – the kicker threw a pass to the punter for a touchdown. Or the punter mm-hmm. threw a pass to the kick, whatever it was. I don't know. Two guys that aren't supposed to throw or catch did it, and and, and, you, and you lost the game because of it. Unacceptable. Okay, no, now I, I, I mentioned this. Too. The third straight week that a team has used a trick play and scored a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. It was the, the Patriots did it. Seattle did it. And, and, that, and that's, that's coaching, boys and girls. Yes. I mean, I don't, you can't sugarcoat this. I mean, they're, they're not prepared. For these plays. I guarantee okay. the Giants are going to use. Or, no, I'm not saying it's going to work because they're Giants, but the Giants are going to run a trick play Monday night. I guarantee it. Well, here, yes. Why wouldn't it? Might, I said it right. might not work because they're the Giants. Yeah. Well, the, we're going to talk, talk about how abysmal the Giants are, and not, nothing surprised me anymore. The fact that the Eagles are an eight-point favorite in this game blows my mind. They shouldn't be giving eight points to Any, uh, to to a high school team. Exactly. That's the, that's, that's the team I was trying to think of. Uh, <laughs> hey, I listened to uh, Dave Spadaro's interview of Doug Peterson right after the, well, the, the day after the game. Mm-hmm. And Doug is talking about some of the mistakes. He's talking about Carson Wentz uh, and missing some throws and making poor decisions. He's talking about Zach Ertz with a key drop and uh, didn't play his best game. And he, and he prefaces his criticism by saying to Spadero, I hate to call these guys out, but is there any time you're going to call guys out after that performance? You're the head coach of a National Football League team that's underachieving. Don't you think you should call guys out in this situation? Yes. Again, do you want to be their friend or do you want to be their coach? They're not playing up to the standard that this team is supposed to play to. A coach will call those players out, won't he? Yeah, and I, I think you hit it right on the head, Doug. And this worked for Doug during the Super Bowl year. It worked his first keeps year going back to it. He, he's, he was their friend. He came in. He replaced 
Kip Kelly, who was for say what you want about Kip, but he he ran, he was a coach. He didn't he didn't want to be anybody's friend, and that hurt him in other ways. But Doug became, and players loved him. Oh, he's one of us. He did play the game, and he he, he tells stories about when he played, and blah blah blah. And that's all we heard about. And I think that works for a little. If the players respond and play, now the players looking at it. I, I think the players are now taking advantage of Doug's kindness for lack of a better word, and friendship. And maybe some of these players have gotten a little fat. I don't mean, I don't mean overweight fat. I mean, they're, they're living off their laurels. No, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. And, and uh, coupled with the fact that many of the team's leaders, including Fletcher Cox, refused to talk to the media yeah, that, after that's, that that's loss. That's the first side, too. You know? and, that, well, and, that, and, and that's since weak. The Super Bowl. Since they, since they beat New England that night in Minnesota, they're 15-15. and 15. Mm-hmm. That's that's mediocre. Yeah. That's, and remember, yeah, that's the epitome of mediocre, right? This it's is this is mediocre. This is coming uh, on the heels of that stupid photo op that the defense did when they're getting killed by Seattle and they make a play and they they pose down in the end zone. I mean, the optics for this whole thing are bad, and it's going in the wrong direction. Now, having said that. Eagles, amazingly, still are in control of their own destiny. If they run the table, they win the NFC East. They represent the, the conference that are going to have a home playoff game, which is hard to believe. And that's not fair. I, 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 I agree. I think there should and, be some stipulation that record comes into play. When I covered the league and, and, and covered the Eagles, every, I go to the owner, owners' meetings every year. And every year, and I, I talk to three or four coaches about it, three or four general managers about it, and they all said, yeah, this year we're going to put a vote in where if the wild card team has a better record than the division team, and the wild the, the the better record gets the home game. And every year they vote, and it would lose by a couple of votes. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they, I don't know if it's still going on or not. But and this is on whether the Eagles or the Cowboys win the East. I don't care whoever wins it. They're, they're, at best, they're going to be nine and seven, probably right. Maybe even eight and eight. I think, I think eight, host, eight might win it. And they're going to host either San Francisco or Seattle. Who's going to be like twelve and four? Exactly. Makes That's just sense. It's just no. not fair. You want to know how bad the NFC East is? Washington is three and nine. They're still alive. This could be the worst division in football history. I mean, this, this thing is, is just gone off the charts crazy. Let's talk uh, about the game and some of the things that have happened this week and the time we have left. You know, Carson Wentz, twenty-eight for forty-six, three hundred and ten yards. Three TDs, one interception. You, you look at those numbers and you think he played pretty well, but when you break down the tape, he missed a, very, a lot of wide open receivers. He threw the ball to a lot of receivers he shouldn't have when he had an open receiver. Wentz, for the third game in a row, to me, played substandard football, and his decision making really concerns me. I agree, but. You score 31 points, you're supposed to win. I get it. I get it. It's not his fault. We're just breaking right. down the That's quarterback I I play. Can't. I agree. He could have played better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to win the game. I mean, sometimes if, you, if it takes 40 points to win, you've got to go score 40 points. And this is – and here's what, let me say this. This is what a bad team does. This is, this is what – a bad team, like when they lost to Seattle and, and New England, the defense played great, the offense wasn't good, and they lost both games. They played Miami – they score, the team scores 31, but they give up 38 or whatever. Hey, that's, what, that. bad, that's, what, that's what bad teams do. They find well, ways to lose. And Eagles well, have found a way to lose three straight weeks now. You know, here's, a, here's, a, here's a bad team. 
14-point lead with seven and a half minutes to go in the third quarter against the 31st-ranked offense yeah. in the NFL. That's a sign of a bad team. How about Doug abandoning the run? Miles Sanders, 17 carries. Ajayi, two carries. 19 rushes for the game, and they just they just got away from it, especially when you have a two-touchdown lead. You think you may want to run some clock a little bit, but Doug continued to air it out. Again, I'm not going to pin this on the offense, but it does seem odd to me that you would only run the ball 19 times in that game. Yeah, again, I don't – I'm not at the game, so I don't know what's going on. And I mean, Miami's pass defense is so bad that you should have passed against them, I and you should have scored at will against them. That's, that's part of it, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he – you know, by saying you, you should run the ball more, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, but Carson Wentz is your guy. You're paying him a billion dollars to go out and score points and put and put up big numbers. You're taking the ball out of his hands if you run the ball. So I mean, Carson Wentz, like like you said, he's supposed to. He he had guys open. The passes were there. The play calling wasn't bad. The execution of the play was bad. Uh, one more note about uh, offense: uh, the Eagles waived Matt Collins uh, this week yeah. and. They, uh, they brought up Opetta, who's a guard, off of the practice squad. Now, to me, Matt Collins came onto the scene a couple of years ago with great potential. Uh, he made some catches in the preseason. He actually played pretty well in the Super Bowl year. He was hurt all of last year. This year, he could never seem to get on track. As a matter of fact, a couple games ago, they showed him he looked like he didn't know where to line up on the field. And what do you think about the Eagles giving up on their, uh, what, Matt Collins was a third round draft choice, wasn't he? Yeah. If, um, <laughs> you know, they're thin at wide receiver to begin with. And they only cut, have four. They only have four. In the yeah. They, they've right cut, I was just going to say, they, they've cut Jordan Matthews and Matt Collins the last two weeks. They promoted Greg Ward, but they really, they haven't brought anybody in from outside of that wide receiver. So I don't, I don't know what they're doing at wide receiver. Again, I'm not going to defend Matt Collins. That, like you said, hasn't played well at all. Um, to cut them, I, well, I mean, it's, it's a business. Well, and they, they may be sending a signal. Hopefully sending them. a signal because yeah, uh, that, that might wake some that's players. A signal? I just, that, well, that doesn't, somebody's know. head's got a roll, so he, he picked Matt Collins. Well, they, yeah, they, they've done that through the course of the year. They, they, they cut the linebacker when he said after one game. They, you know, they, they've sent messages, but it's not getting through to the, to the guys that aren't playing up to their standards. Yeah, well, again, it was a disappointing loss. The Eagles have the Giants this week. Giants are 2-10 and in total disarray, a terrible defense, no offensive line. The Eagles got to come out and make a statement in this game. Mark, our time is over. Hey, follow us on Twitter. Uh, Follow me on Facebook, and I know, Mark, you have a heavy Facebook presence. You'll find the podcast there. Hopefully we're talking about an Eagles win next week. Mark, everybody take care. Have a great week, everybody.